Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On predicted order of finish, all SEC teams, SEC champion, etc. Cannot wait. And hopefully, 
Nobody tries to get my credentials revoked after they hear my predictions, right? Anyways, my 2023 SEC football predicted order of finish, and here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you the order of finish, the record, and we're going to go through each and every single SEC team with my game-by-game predictions. We're not going to have scores like we did with South Carolina, obviously, but I'm going to go through game-by-game for each SEC team because I've got some final results in here that I think you guys are going to find really, really interesting. So here we go. We'll start in the SEC East, and we'll start at the bottom. Coming in at number seven, finishing last, I'm high on Clark Lee, what he's doing at Vanderbilt, but I do have them seventh going four and eight and one in seven in SEC play. They're the only team that plays in week zero, by the way, August 26th against Hawaii. I've got them starting off the season 1-0 beating Hawaii. I've got them them beating Alabama A&M, losing at Wake Forest, beating UNLV on the road, losing to Kentucky, losing to Mizzou, losing at Florida, losing to Georgia, then their bye week. Got them losing at Ole Miss, Upset win for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Their one SEC win, it comes at home against the Auburn Tigers. Yes. Then losing the following week at South Carolina. Another bye week and then losing the season finale at Tennessee. So again, Vanderbilt finishing seventh, four and eight overall, one and seven in SEC play. Coming in at sixth in the SEC East, I've got... The Missouri Tigers, 6-6 six and six overall and 3-5 and five in the SEC. I got them starting out their season September the 2nd with a win over South Dakota, and then a win in Week 2 over Middle Tennessee State, a loss Week 3 to Kansas State, win over Memphis, win at Vandy, loss to LSU, loss at Kentucky, loss at home to South Carolina. Then the bye week hits. I've got them with a loss at Georgia, Here's a big shocker for you. Missouri, losers of four straight coming in this game. I've got them November the 11th beating the Tennessee Volunteers in Como, losing to Florida. That's an upset win. Florida beating Missouri uh, in Como and then beating Arkansas in the season finale uh, on that Friday of rivalry weekend to again go 6-6, six and 3-5 six, and five in the SEC. Coming in at fifth, I do have the aforementioned Florida Gators. And again, I've got Florida with a worse record than Mizzou overall. Five and seven. I do not have the Gators making a bowl game, but I do have Florida three and five in the SEC. Same as Mizzou with the tiebreaker over the Tigers. I've got Florida losing that Thursday night game. They open their season at Utah. I've got them losing that game, beating McNeese. Lost to Tennessee in the Swamp. It'll be the first time Tennessee has beaten Florida in the Swamp since 2003. But I think the Volunteers guys simply are just a better football team. Uh, I got them beating Charlotte. Lost at Kentucky. I think Florida loses to the Kentucky Wildcats. Got them beating Vandy. Losing at South Carolina. The bye week. Losing to Georgia. Beating Arkansas in a big home win in the Swamp. Losing at LSU. Beating Mizzou on the road. And then a loss to Florida State, again, 5-7, and 3-5, and five, and 5th in the SEC East for the Florida Gators. Coming in at number four, and this is where tiebreakers start to play a factor, because I've got Kentucky at number four, 8-4, and 4-4 four, and four, and four 
in SEC play. I think Kentucky's going to be a solid team this year with Devin Leary at quarterback, Liam Cohen as their OC. I've got Kentucky starting their season off with a win against Ball State, win against Eastern Kentucky, win against Akron, win at Vanderbilt, and then a win against Florida. So I've got Kentucky starting 5-0, heading into the matchup in Athens against the Georgia Bulldogs October the 7th. They'll lose to Georgia, a win over Mizzou. So I've got Kentucky punching their ticket to bowl eligibility by October the 14th. Six and one start for Kentucky. Got them beating Mizzou at home. The bye week. Then I got them losing to Tennessee at home. Win at Mississippi State. Loss to Alabama. Loss at South Carolina. And a win in the season finale over Louisville. So, eight and four. Four and four in SEC play. And a fourth place finish in the SEC East for the Kentucky Wildcats. Coming in at third... I've got the South Carolina Gamecocks. And again, this is where those tiebreakers, like I just mentioned, they play a major factor. Gamecocks finished seven and five. So not a better overall record than Kentucky, but a four and four SEC record. South Carolina beating Kentucky gets the tiebreaker to finish third in the SEC East. And again, a quick reminder in case you missed it yesterday or all this week, I've got the Gamecocks beating UNC out the gate, beating Furman, Losing at Georgia, losing to Mississippi State, losing at Tennessee, a bye week, beating Florida, beating Missouri and Como, losing at AM, wins over Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and then a loss to Clemson in the season finale, seven and five, four and four in SEC play, and finishing third in the SEC East. Coming in at number two. I've got the Tennessee Volunteers, a 9-3 and three record, 5-3 and three in SEC play. I think Tennessee is another team. A lot of these SEC teams, by the way, it seems like they schedule really soft in the front half. So you're going to see a lot of really impressive records early on. I got Tennessee beating Virginia out the gate, beating Austin PA, winning at Florida. UTSA is a sneaky game, by the way. <clears throat> September the 23rd. This is a team you look around in a lot of preseason top 25 polls, but beating UTSA, beating South Carolina by week, then beating Texas A&M in Knoxville. So I've got the Tennessee Volunteers starting 2-4-5, 6-0 for their road trip to Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. I've got them losing to Alabama, <clears throat> excuse me, losing at, or excuse me, beating Kentucky, winning at Kentucky, uh, beating UConn, losing at Mizzou, losing to Georgia, and then the win in the season finale over Vanderbilt. Nine and three, five and three in SEC play for the Tennessee Volunteers. And winning the SEC East, surprise, surprise, I've got the Georgia Bulldogs at a perfect 12 and 0, 8 and 0 in SEC play. I got them beating UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, <clears throat> UAB at Auburn, Kentucky, at Vandy, then the bye week. Then I got them beating Florida, Mizzou, Ole Miss, at Tennessee, and at Georgia Tech. Guys, again, Georgia, one of those teams, we talked about it all offseason. Their schedule is laughable. Their schedule is so easy. The two games that gave me even some sort of pause, at Auburn, and at Tennessee, those two games made me think for just a little bit. 
But I still think, guys, until proven otherwise, Georgia is head and shoulders above the rest. They are the best team in the SEC, and I don't think it's even close right now, to be honest with you. Let's move to the SEC West. Again, these are my game-by-game SEC predicted order of finish with game-by-game predictions. Finishing seventh, and this is going to probably ruffle some feathers, I've got the Ole Miss Rebels finishing last in the SEC West. Six and six, two and six in the SEC. And here's the crazy thing, too. There is not a single team. I've got every single team in the SEC West making a bowl game this season. So I've got Ole Miss at six and six and two and six in SEC play. I've got Ole Miss beating Mercer, winning at Tulane, which I think in week two will be a really good game. Uh, beating Georgia Tech, losing at Alabama, losing to LSU, losing to Arkansas, then the bye week. I've then got them beating Auburn on the road, beating Vandy, losing to Texas A&M, beat, or excuse me, losing to Georgia, uh, beating ULM, and then losing the Egg Bowl to Mississippi State in the season finale. And Ole Miss, guys, by the way, one of the tough. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply schedules in college football this season, as you could probably tell from that list I just read off. Six and six, two and six in SEC play and finishing seventh in the SEC West, I've got the Ole Miss Rebels. Coming in at sixth in the SEC West, I've got the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm not sitting here telling you Mississippi State's going to have some great season or they're going to be a great team, but they've still got quality players, and I think this is going to be a special season for them. For Zach Arnett, first-year head coach, playing for the Pirate, playing in memory of Mike Leach. I think there's going to be a couple of upsets here and there for Mississippi State. I got them 6-6, six and 3-5 six, and five in SEC play. I've got them beating SLU out the gate. Losing to Arizona in week two, beating LSU in week 
three massive upset in Starkville in the SEC home opener, beating South Carolina in Columbia. So back-to-back upsets for Mississippi State. I then then have them losing to Alabama, beating Western Michigan the bye week, then losing at Arkansas, losing at Auburn, losing to Kentucky, losing at Texas A&M. So I've got them guys losing four in a row and five out of six in the middle of the season before finally beating Southern Miss and beating Ole Miss in the season finale to punch their ticket to a bowl game. I think Mississippi State will ride the wave of emotions against Ole Miss in Starkville. Again, guys, you're sitting here trying to tell me. Let me just say this about Mississippi State real quick. You don't think the ghost of Mike Leach, we all know Mike Leach with all of his quirks and everything, and you don't think the ghost of Mike Leach isn't going to be hanging around Starkville this season? Expect weird things to happen in Starkville. Expect weird things to take place. The ghost of Mike Leach, his spirit will live on and some craziness will happen with Mississippi State this season. Coming in at number five in the SEC West, I have the Auburn Tigers in year one of Hugh Freeze, finishing seven and five overall, three and five in SEC play. I've got them beating UMass out the gate, winning at Cal, winning against Sanford, and beating Texas A&M on the road to start 4-0, heading into that game against Georgia. A home date, by the way. I do have them losing to Georgia, going into the bye week, then losing at LSU, losing to Ole Miss, beating Mississippi State, beating Vandy on the road, losing at Arkansas beating New Mexico State, and then losing to Alabama in the season finale. I know that's been a sexy upset pick. Could Auburn maybe steal one? And Hugh Freeze shocked Nick Saban in his first season in Jordan-Hare, by the way. I don't see it happening. But I think Auburn, a successful year one under Hugh Freeze. 7-5, 3-5 in SEC play, finishing fifth in the SEC West. Coming in at fourth, I've got the Arkansas Razorbacks. Finishing seven and five, three and five in SEC play. And again, guys, tiebreakers, who beats who, that plays a role here. I got Arkansas starting out three and oh, beating Western Kentucky in week, or excuse me, Western Carolina in week one, Kent State in week two, and BYU in week three. I then got the Razorbacks, which it's a shame this game is now in September. The battle for the Golden Boot, Arkansas traveling to the real Death Valley to take on LSU. I do have Arkansas losing that game to the Bayou Bengals, turning around, losing to Texas A&M in Arlington, a place that, guys, A&M has just owned that series in Arlington. And then got Arkansas beating Ole Miss on the road, losing at Alabama, beating Mississippi State, then their bye week. I've got them losing at Florida. Again, I think that's an upset game. I've got Florida beating Arkansas in the Swamp. Then Arkansas turning around, beating Auburn at home, beating FIU, and then losing to Missouri on their home field to close out the season. Seven and five, three and five in SEC play, finishing fourth in the SEC West. Coming in at third. And guys, I'm you know what? I'm prepared to be hurt again. I told myself. You know, last year I had Texas A&M going, what, 10-2, and two, I think, like 7-1 and one in SEC play. 
I told myself I wasn't going to buy Texas A&M stock again. And here I am. It's a tale as old as time. Texas A&M, I am ready to be heard again. I'm ready to be heard again. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I cannot learn my lesson. I just don't understand it. Because here we are yet again. I've got Texas A&M finishing third in the SEC West, going 9-3 and three and 5-3 and three in SEC play. I've got the Aggies winning their first three games, beating New Mexico at Miami, which could be a really good ball game early, and ULM. I've then got them losing to Auburn on the home field in an upset. Got them beating Arkansas and Arlington. Guys, last year we saw how close this game was in Tuscaloosa. I've got Texas A&M beating Alabama in a huge upset to begin the month of October. Games in College Station. I've then got them losing the following week at Tennessee, then a bye week. I've got them beating South Carolina, beating Ole Miss on the road, beating Mississippi State, beating ACU, whoever that is, and then losing the season finale at LSU. Nine and three, five and three in SEC play, a third place finish for Texas A&M in the SEC West. Finishing second in the SEC West and finishing less than double-digit wins for the first time in, God, I don't know how long. I think maybe Blake Rafino of AYS Sports, shout out to him. I think he may have gotten in my head a little bit about Alabama because I'm all in on LSU. Alabama, a lot of question marks. Who's playing quarterback? You went 10-2 and two last year with Bryce Young and Will Anderson. And I know Bama reloads, but man, I got Bama finishing second in the SEC West, going 9-3 and three and 6-2 and two in SEC play. I've got them beating Middle Tennessee State out the gate. I got them losing to Texas week two, man. I, I just think questions at the quarterback position. Texas is a team with Quinn Ewers. They are loaded, man. We did our SEC team previews. We had our guy, Sean Redfern from Horn Takes On. They're loaded. Texas is loaded. There is no excuse for Texas this year. And I got Texas coming in beating Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Then I have Alabama bouncing back, winning at USF. What a weird game, Bama at USF. I got Bama beating Ole Miss, beating Mississippi State on the road, losing at Texas A&M in an upset. Beating Arkansas, beating Tennessee the bye week. I've got them losing to LSU at home. Chris Marler's not going to be my friend anymore. <laughs> winning at Kentucky, winning against Chattanooga, and then beating Auburn on the road to finish 9-3, and 6-2 and two in SEC play, and second in the SEC West. Finally, I have winning the West for the second consecutive season. And guys, I think this team is loaded. I think they're loaded on both sides. The LSU Tigers, 11-1, 7-1 NSEC play. I've got them beating FSU out the gate. I, I don't know what to think of Florida State, man. I, I feel like FSU is a little bit overrated. I really do. 
If I had to go one way or the other, I think FSU slightly overrated. I've got LSU beating FSU out the gate. Then beating Grambling, one of the upsets of the year. Week three, losing at Mississippi State. But then I've got LSU running the table the rest of the way. Beating Arkansas. Beating Ole Miss on the road. Beating Mizzou in Coma, which I think could be a really good game. Beating Auburn. Beating Army. Then their bye week. Winning at Alabama. Beating Florida. Beating Georgia State. And then finally taking down Texas A&M in the season finale. 11-1. 7-1 in SEC play. And winning the SEC West. I've got the LSU Tigers. So the SEC championship game for the second consecutive season. I've got Georgia taking on LSU in Atlanta. And surprise, surprise, I've got the Georgia Bulldogs 13-0 winning the SEC title, punching their ticket once again to the college football playoff as the number one overall seed. I'm not sure that I'm ready to give college football playoff predictions. You know, last year I locked, you know, two years ago, I was one of the few that picked Georgia to win it all. Last year I picked Georgia to repeat. Does Georgia make it three in a row? I'll bite my tongue for now, but I've got Georgia winning the SEC. So again, guys, really quickly in the East, I've got Vandy finishing seventh, Mizzou sixth, Florida fifth, Kentucky fourth, South Carolina third, Tennessee second, and Georgia first. In the West, I have Ole Miss finishing seventh, Mississippi State sixth, Auburn fifth, Arkansas fourth, Texas A&M third, Alabama second, and LSU winning the SEC West. Georgia over LSU in the SEC Championship. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done